0: Thank you very much. Uh, So I will start uh, with uh, my presentation of the vision paper, uh, Adaptive General Search Framework for Games and Beyond, which is joint work with uh, Mark Greenand. And we're both from the Department of Data Science and Knowledge Engineering of Maastricht University. So a quick overview of my presentation, I'm going to first talk about the motivation uh, behind this work. Then I'm going to explain how we envision this framework to look like, what challenges we have to face to develop this framework and then uh, give an idea of uh, applications for which this framework might be um, successful. So let's start with the motivation. And to do so, I will start by talking about artificial general intelligence. So as you know, artificial intelligence research has been around for quite a while and uh, there's been a lot of success uh, with programs that can uh, deal with a lot of different tasks. Uh, We have programs that can play very well games or that can uh, recognize speech, they can predict um, uh, market, uh, they can make music, solve equations or drive cars. But all of them are very good usually uh, at doing their own tasks, but they're not applicable automatically to other tasks. And that's the problem that artificial general intelligence, the main problem that uh, AGI is addressing. So how to create uh, programs or agents that are capable of doing all such things automatically by um, without any human intervention. And to do this, there are a lot of competences that such programs or agents uh, should present. So they should, for example, be able to perceive, to act, to communicate, to learn, to plan and make decisions, and I could list uh, many more. And for this work, we decided to focus on the task of plan, planning and making decisions, and um, trying to look at it from an AGI perspective. So, how do we uh, make AGI programs that can plan and make decisions? And as many of you probably know, search is a successful approach for planning, especially when um, we have applications that involve sequential decision making. You see here some examples. Uh, there are many more, but we have success stories. Uh, for logistics, for example, vehicle routing problems, or in healthcare, for um, training, training personnel or state patient technicians, and there's also been work in structural engineering. Uh, search algorithms have been used to decide how to place uh, load-bearing structures in buildings, for example. Um, so, what is now the state of research on search algorithms um, with AGI in mind? So we have a lot of successful search algorithms, but they're often engineered for specific problems and they often take advantage of problem specific heuristics. So if I present you this picture, you might conclude that they're not very suitable to achieve AGI where we don't know which task we're going to address and we cannot exploit um, any problem specific uh, knowledge. Well, some contribution, to extend search research on search uh, towards AGI has been given by uh, the field of general game playing. So thanks to the popularity that research in general game playing has gained uh, recently, um, well, the aim of general game playing, first of all, is to create algorithms that can address a wide variety of games that are unknown in advance. So very similar to the aim of artificial general intelligence, but limited to games. And thanks to the popularity of this research uh, topic, Uh, For example, the Monte Carlo Tree Search algorithm has gained a lot of success, because it's a a heuristic algorithm, so it does not need uh, specific knowledge uh, to perform well in its basic form. Moreover, there has been research that has shown that there's no best search algorithm around, so there's no algorithm that works the best on all games, but the performance is usually game-dependent, not only of the algorithm, but also of configurations of the same algorithm. There's also been some work to address this problem. Uh, So uh, this is not an exhaustive list, but to give some examples, there's been work on creating agents that can tune parameters of a given algorithm automatically to adapt it to every game. There's also been research on uh, using um, portfolios of algorithms. So the agent uh, uses algorithm selection to choose which algorithm uh, it's predicted to be the best for a given game. However, as you might expect, I'm gonna talk about some more limitations of these approaches, because human decisions are still involved here. And the creativity or the ideas of the programmer are what might lead the performance of search algorithms for AGI. So for the two examples that I've given before, the programmer is still involved in deciding which parameters to tune or which value ranges to use, or for portfolio approaches, the programmer is still making up the portfolio deciding which algorithms are going to end up in this portfolio. So these uh, limitations were uh, the starting point for the framework that we are envisioning. So now I'm going to talk about the framework and the idea behind this framework. So we would like to develop a framework that can autonomously address a wide variety of search problems adapting automatically to each new and new problem so without human intervention. Or further reducing human intervention. And how do we envision this to happen? So, what we thought about is to combine uh, uh, algorithm portfolios with automatic algorithm selection and automatic algorithm generation to um, decide what's going uh, to um, end up in the portfolio. Uh, before going into details of, uh, about the specific framework, uh, let me spend a few words on what we mean with search problems. So the framework that we designed uh, is for now limited to addressing problems for which the components that you see here on the slide are available. So if the framework is provided with this model that represents uh, that uh, contains the actors that can make decisions in the problem, uh, the set of possible states of the problem, the set of actions that are available for each actor in the problem. The initial state of the problem, the action function that returns the legal actions of a given actor in a given state, a successor function that given a state and an action for each actor returns one of the possible next state, uh, a goal function that determines if, determines if a state is a goal, and a payoff function that returns the payoff obtained by each actor in a given state. So you probably recognize here all the standard components of, uh, of also game model. Uh, this means that, for now, the framework uh, needs to have access to this model and cannot, uh, for example, deal with problems for which the forward model is not known. But it, can, it could be extended uh, in the future. So how does this framework work? Well, first of all, of course, as I mentioned earlier, we need a portfolio. So our idea is to have a portfolio of search algorithms and also include in this portfolio statistics about the performance of these search algorithms of past performance, since the portfolio is going to uh, last over time. So whenever an algorithm is uh, used, the statistics can also be updated. Uh, Second, uh, it it should include three main components that manage the framework, and which are the generator, a selector, and an executor. So whenever a problem is fed to this framework, the selector will be the first one that will be involved. It will look at the portfolio, take existing algorithms out of the portfolio and looking at the statistics, try to predict which algorithm will work best for the given task or the given problem. And then uh, there are two possible uh, cases. So the first one is the selector finds what it believes to be a suitable algorithm, sends it to the executor, which will execute it on the problem and collect some performance statistics that will be added to the portfolio for the given algorithm. Or the selector might uh, decide that none of the available algorithms is good enough for the problem, where good enough should also be defined. Uh, And in this case, the selector will ask to the generator to generate new algorithms uh, that will be added to the portfolio. And the generator, of course, has also access to the portfolio because it can use existing algorithms as a starting point for the generation of new ones. Next, uh, since we envision this framework to be used with any possible, ideally, with any possible search task, uh, we also think that uh, an interface should be provided that defines uh, how a problem is modeled and how a solution is represented. So that's any. Uh, external framework or user that wants to use the framework can do so, can present a problem to the framework as long as this interface is, um, uh, as long as they adhere to this interface. Uh, And last but not least, uh, the users uh, of the framework. So the framework can be combined with any external framework that presents search problems. Uh, from a games perspective, this could be a general game playing framework or a general video game playing framework, which provides us with a lot of multiple um, search problems. Uh, and it could also be a user that can simply code his own search problem and ask to the system uh, to give a solution. And finally, I would like to bring your attention to the upper arrow. That means that we think it's also important to give the user a chance to encode new algorithms in the portfolio uh, manually, which means that we could encode existing algorithms that have been successful so far, but this is not um, a mandatory requirement. So the system can, in principle, work without any human intervention. So now that I've described the framework, let's go to the challenges that building such a framework brings. So first of all, we were wondering how do we represent algorithms. We could use the um, programming language. But if we think about certain properties that a language that represents algorithms should have, then we would come up with um, a search algorithm description language. And um, to define this description language, we try to look at something that presents these desirable Properties. So we need a simple language that it's easy to edit and modify. We would also like the language to be clear so that it's self-explanatory. And if we humans want to know what an algorithm that's been generated is doing, we can easily understand by reading the description. Uh, it should also be general enough to cover as many, in quotes, algorithms as possible. Um, it would also be, uh, desirable for the language to be uh, extensible, so that uh, we can add new functionality and extend, possibly in the future, uh, the framework to encode more algorithms, not necessarily only search algorithms by adding more concepts to the language. Fine. Uh, it should also be evolvable so that it's easy with this language to generate new algorithms that are reasonable given existing ones. And it should also finally be efficient because we would like the um, algorithms to be parsed and executed in an efficient way. So I'm gonna give you here on the slide an example of how this language would look like. So for, for those of you that are familiar with the system, uh, you might recognize the similar approach which is based on the, on a class grammar where we have some keywords that represent the main components of the algorithms as they have keywords that represent the main components of a game. And this language will abstract the actual implementation details of the programming language underneath. So also, those of you that are familiar with the MCTS algorithm, you might recognize here a definition of some of its components. So an MCTS algorithm could, for example, be defined as having two different action selection strategies. The first one is UCT, that it's used when we are selecting actions in the tree. And it will select the action with the maximum value of the given value function, that is the UCB1. And similarly, the the second part represents a random um, action selection used outside of the tree, so during simulations. And it will get basically um, uh, the action, a random action, by assigning random values to the actions. Uh, so, now that I explain how an algorithm, how we envision algorithms to be described in this system, the second challenge is how do we select the algorithms? So, here on the slide, I'm reporting one of the most common approaches for algorithm selection. So, you usually find the problem features that are representative of algorithm performance. You evaluate the available algorithms on a subset of problems that have different features, and then you generate a model that predicts algorithm algorithm performance as a function of these features. And finally, you use this model um, to select the predicted best algorithm for the feature of the given problem. Uh, However, for our case, we have to make a couple of modifications. First of all, we have to make sure that the features that we use are domain independent. We don't know anything about the problem. Uh, the domain of the problem that our system is going to address. So, what we, what one possibility that we thought about is to use actually features of the space of the problem, or which could be the action space, the state space, or even the reward landscape. So, we, the, the framework could analyze these aspects of problem, which are common to all problems, uh, to all search problems. And the second modification is that uh, these actions will not be uh, executed in sequence only once, but they will be repeated multiple times because we might generate new algorithms or collect new statistics over time. So the prediction model should be also updated over time, which per se brings even more challenges to, for example, find the trade-off, how often do we update the model, Um, how much time do we want to give to this update, and so on. And finally, the third challenge is algorithm generation, which is also what we believe to be the the biggest challenge of this uh, idea. So there has been some previous work on automatic generation of algorithms, for data processing algorithms, reinforcement learning algorithms, and distributed algorithms for multi-agent systems, to give some examples, but we haven't found much work on uh, generation of search algorithms. We've also uh, seen work on program generation, so program synthesis, where uh, generic programs are uh, automatically generated, but um, the search space of programs in this case is very large, which prevents us uh, usually to um, generate algorithms in a reasonable amount of time that have uh, complex behavior. So by limiting um, our scope to search algorithms, we are hoping to get um, algorithms that have a more complex behavior. And a possible approach that we think is suitable to generate algorithms search algorithms are evolutionary algorithms. So if you look at the slide and you see again, uh, part of the algorithm description that I've presented before. So an algorithm could be considered as an individual, and then we could evolve or change different uh, parts of this algorithm and also different levels. We could, uh, for example, uh, evolve the entire um, action selection function, or we could evolve only one of its components, or even only a part of a given formula. So there is no limit to the, um, the level at which we can um, modify and generate algorithms. So this was the last main challenge. And now I'm going to talk about a uh, few possible applications that we think this uh, framework will be suitable for. Of course, the first one is games and especially general game playing because we have a lot of uh, frameworks for general gameplay that are available and can provide us with uh, multiple different search problems to test these frameworks. Uh, also games can model a wide variety of computationally hard problems while still providing a controlled and well-formed environment for testing. And this, um, and moreover, we can consider games as a suitable, uh, as a reasonable subset of all the search tasks that we would like AGI, an AGI program to perform. However, Uh, applications are not limited to games only, but we think that uh, this framework could be helpful in other um, domains. So, for example, for artificial general intelligence research, this framework could be uh, combined with other frameworks that address different competences of AGI to make uh, a fully fledged uh, artificial general intelligence agent. It would also bring um, contribution to the gaming industry and and also be applicable to real-world problems. So if we think about this, there are a lot of search algorithms that have been used not only to uh, generate um, game content, but also to um, uh, create uh, AI agents for games or evaluate games. And there are also a lot of real-world applications, not only logistics or healthcare or structural engineering that I've mentioned uh, before, but also many more. And basically we could say that anything that can be modeled as a search problem can benefit from uh, addressing it with this framework that could even uh, create new algorithms or adaptive algorithms uh, that can deal with different problems. So I hope I convinced you that this is an interesting and um, worth pursuing uh, topic uh thank you very much for the attention and i'm here to answer any question or later on discord as well thanks a lot chiara uh we have a little bit of more wiggle room during this specific session uh, the first one plenary so it, we are at 20 minutes so uh, good timing but we still have some time uh, to maybe answer one of the questions we got in the q a uh, so Mats johansen uh, asks how do you specify the mutations to parts of the algorithms? How limited big is the search space in these algorithms? Uh, That's an interesting question. Thank you for the question. Um, I will start with the second part. So the search space is basically limited by the language itself. So the language defines the search space. Anything that can be created with the language is in the search space. Uh, Of course, there is to keep in mind that uh, some combinations might not be legal or might not make sense. So there's going to be a check for this as well. Uh, And how do you specify the mutations to parts of the algorithms? Uh, That's a harder question. Um, um, We would assume that uh, different parts, um, we would have to choose first at what level we want to mutate the algorithm and um, we could start, and I'm probably um, going against what I said so far, we could start with predefined uh, sets of feasible mutations. Uh, but the idea is in the future to just let the system create different options for um, for the values uh, that can be used for the, to change different, uh, mutate different parts of the algorithm.